Hello, welcome to New Community Elkins podcast. I am Bobby Benavides, lead pastor of New Community Elkins, and I'm excited to have you here with us. I hope you enjoyed the message. May it move you to a deeper relationship with Jesus and encourage you in growing with him. somebody and they don't know where they're going and you don't know where they're going and you just end up walking around in circles and you get frustrated. You're like, why don't I even bring you along? You messed everything up for me. I thought I was headed in the right direction, but you messed everything up. Now what? 
That's what happens sometimes in our journey. So what does it look like for us to truly be walking with God and have him moving our steps so we don't end up in the wrong place or in the wrong direction? So we're looking at Proverbs today. Proverbs chapter 3 to be exact. In Proverbs chapter 3, a proverb is written by Solomon, the wisest king. The king who, when he was placed in authority over the people of Israel, God said, what would you like? You can have anything. What would you like? And Solomon said, wisdom. I want wisdom. I want to make sure I make the wise decisions, and I make sure that I lead the people well, and I want to make sure I take the right steps as king, because we've seen kings mess up. And Solomon was the son of David, so he's like, and I've seen my father do great things as king, and he messed up. So I want to make sure I make the right steps. And then God said, well, you got it, man. That's how, I, I assume that's how he said, you got it, dude. You got wisdom. I'll give that to you right now. But because of you asking for wisdom, which is an awesome thing to ask for, I'm also going to give you all the riches in the world. So that's going to be how you work out. So it's like you ask for wisdom, you've got it, but you're also going to get all the other stuff that most people would have asked for. So Solomon knew what it was like to say, I'm going to push this aside in order to get to be the wisest person that I can be for the people that I'm serving, the people that I'm leading. So when he writes what he writes and he shares what he shares, we should be listening to this. Because whether we believe in God or whether we believe in Jesus, that's, that's a whole other thing. But, but to hear wise words that give great counsel in our direction, we should be listening. Especially as we go in our life journey. So we're looking at this. And of course, obviously, since we are a church and we are a church that believes that Jesus is the Son of God, we are going to be pointing to Jesus through these teachings. But still wise teachings, whether you believe or you don't. So, here we go. Proverbs, chapter 3, beginning in verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. Let's stop right there. How many of you guys have heard that piece of scripture before in your life? At least seen it somewhere before, right? Yeah, I think most of us have. We've heard these words, but let's kind of continue because we stopped there because they sound so great. And they look great on a little sign that's written in cursive or whatever and placed in your dining room. It's awesome. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Honor the Lord with, with your wealth. With the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline or, weary, or be weary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him whom he loves as a father, the son in whom he delights. Let's pray together. Father, as we come into this time, we pray for wisdom. We pray for um, our eyes to be open, for our minds to be open, for our ears to be open, what you have to speak to us and teach us today. God, I pray, Lord, that you just guide this time. Lead us. Teach us. Let us not lean on our own understanding, but truly seek to understand you this morning. We praise you in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. 
Amen. So I've been lost before. Um, I've been lost before. I, so several years ago, we went to the Passion Conference in, in Atlanta. We, we, we've done that for many years, taking college students and high school students who are going to be in college. Whether you aren't familiar with Passion, it's a, it's a college um, worship conference where they have great speakers and great music, and it's just an awesome event to go to for, for students to grow in their faith. And so we went as a group, and Natasha was with me as a, as a, um, as a leader with me, and we were going with the students, and it was a great time. And one night, it was a late night at the worship event, and we had to walk back to our hotel room. Now, me being the leader, I was like, I know where we're going. My GPS on my phone wasn't necessarily working very well, and but I still was like, I'm leaving this group. We are going to find our way back to the hotel. We are going to do this. Well, you know, as we're walking, I realize that we're not really going anywhere correctly. And in fact, we're heading into some spots that looked a little bit shady. I wasn't really sure what was going to happen. I was like, okay, I'm glad that I had some bigger guys with me because I think that um, I don't know what's going to happen in this place. I, I really was a little bit fearful. And so I'm kind of walking and then just like, hey, I don't think we're going in the right way. So I think we have to go this way. And I said, no, because, you know, I was leading. I knew that somewhere down the line we would make it. <laughs> um, but I didn't want I didn't want to show that I was scared. I was like, no, we're gonna be fine. Just follow me, we're fine. She's like, no, I really think we should be going that way. I said, no, we're going this way. She's like, all right, fine. And I get frustrated because I'm like, I don't want to admit that I'm wrong, right? I mean, nobody else here can relate to that. I know. But I didn't want to relate to the fact that I was wrong or admit to it. I didn't want to admit to the fact that I was um heading in the wrong way. I wanted to believe that as the person guiding this team that I was going to make it there, but Natasha, who had been to the conference before, and she knew where the hotel was, and she actually has a way better sense of direction a lot of times than I do. She was like, no, we should have gone that way. And finally, I just went, fine, we'll do it your way. Well, we got back to the hotel a lot quicker than we probably could have been because they probably would have listened to me. I'm sure many women are here going, yeah, we know what that's like. Okay, so that's okay. But we believe, I believe, that I could have made it back. I believe that I knew where I was going. But if I would have just listened in the beginning, we would have been there a lot quicker. And we wouldn't have ended up in that shady spot of town that probably would have been a little bit safer. And so um, hopefully none of the parents that I took uh, students with are listening right now, um, but I apologize now. Um, I didn't apologize then because you didn't know, but now you do. There you go. I'm not going to be easily anymore. So, but the reality of it is that this is what happens. We believe we know which way we're going. We believe we know where to go. We believe we know the right steps to take. We believe that we can figure it out on our own. We believe we have the ability. And then when things start going wrong, we start to cry out. Oh God, where should I be right now? Oh God, what should be happening? And God's like, I was trying to speak to you and point you in the right direction, but you kept going. And you kept saying, no, I know where I'm going. I know where to go. I know which way to go. You trusted your own instinct. You trusted your own thoughts. And you didn't want to listen to my warnings. 
And now you're crying out to me. I'm going to respond and I'm going to help you because I am your father. I know which way to go. I am the one who's here for you. I have created you. I've given you life. I know what's best. I actually needed you to cry out to me just a little bit earlier than this. And I needed you to shut your mouth and realize that I am guiding you. You are not guiding me. And what Solomon writes here to his people, to us, is for us to think about what kind of steps we're taking, especially when we're trying to walk in this journey with God. And the first thing that he touches on, the first thing he shares is that a shifted step, when we are walking in shifted steps, that we seek God's direction. We seek God's direction from the very beginning. We don't wait until we're failing. We don't, we don't wait until everything's falling apart. We don't wait until we end up in a dark alley going, oh shoot, this is a bad spot. Now what? It is before we even take the initial step. Before we make the initial decision. Before we start saying, okay, God, or before we say, you know what, I'm just going to take this job, or I'm going to just go buy this house, or I'm going to just go date this guy or girl, or I'm going to go do this. It's before we take the step, we bring it before God and say, God, what would you have me do? Because I need you to give me the understanding that I need to make the right decision for my life. Because when I try to control my steps, when I try to make things work for my life, I mess it up. So I'm going to have to lean on you. So, of course, in the very beginning of what we just read in verse 5 and 6, he says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. We like to just jump the gun. We can figure it out. We'll be okay. We'll do this. It'll be great. No. Guys, if we're honest, it won't. Because something's going to fall apart, and then when it falls apart, we wonder, why did I make this mistake in the first place? I knew I shouldn't have done this. Did you know? Because if you did, then why'd you do it? If you did, then why'd you keep going? Well, because I thought I could figure it out. Exactly. You thought you could figure it out. You thought you could make it work. You thought you could understand it. So shifted steps are going to seek God's direction from the very beginning because God's going to be saying, I think the hotel is that way. I think we need to make left here. The second thing that we see from Solomon's words when shifted steps are in the process, when we take our steps and we shift our steps, we start to move toward God's desires and not our own. We start to actually step into the direction that he wants us to step in. We understand where he wants us to go. As we sing in the song, right? I'm going to go into the homes of the broken. I'm going to go into the world and I'm going to care for those who are the least, the lost, I'm going to do what I'm called to do. But I need you to lead me so I can follow you. 
shifted steps are going to seek what he seeks, what he longs for. We've heard the term, may our heart break. May our hearts break for what breaks the heart of God. And if our hearts truly break for what breaks the heart of God, then our steps are going to be aligned with what breaks his heart. We're going to step to where the hearts are broken. When what breaks his heart is where there's people who are hungry, people who are naked, people who are in prison, people who need homes, people who need love, people who need to just be held, people who need somebody to warm with them, people who just need somebody to just sit and listen to where they're coming from and understand what's going on. This is when we start moving in alignment with the steps of God. We always have that famous poem, right? The, uh, I believe it's a poem. The, the, the footsteps poem. Familiar with that? My my um, biological mom, she had it on like a little frame thing that was printed out, and I believe I still have it somewhere. Um, but I always thought it was a great poem, right? It's like I'm walking on the beach, and then all of a sudden there's one set of footprints. I'm like, God, where were you? He's like, I was carrying you, right? It's like, oh, that's so nice. But in reality, you should be like, there's two steps ahead of me. I'm over here. God's like, because God's walking ahead of you and you're following right in line with his footsteps. But you shouldn't have to carry you all the time. Because if you're walking in line with him, then you're, there's no need to be carried. You're going to have your hardship, but you're still stepping in line with him. You're following his lead. You're leaning on him. You're trusting him. You're walking with him as your guide. You don't lean on yourself, you lean on him. You lean toward his desires. You see this in verse 7, right? 7 through 10. It says, Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. There will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. And your barns will be filled with plenty. And your vats will be bursting with wine. And what we're hearing there, of course, is just the understanding. Like, we are trusting him with everything. We are giving to him everything. And when he leads us, we realize that shifted steps are his, following his desires. And his desires are for us to say, look, everything that we have is yours. What I need to give up for you, I'll give up. What I need to do to, to step into the lives of people that I'm supposed to step into, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna make that sacrifice. I have to, because that's your call. It's not gonna be comfortable for me. It's not gonna be easy for me. It's not gonna be the thing that I'm jumping for joy about, honestly, because it's going to be difficult. But I'm gonna find life in you, and I'm gonna find hope in you, and I'm gonna trust that you are gonna move me where I need to be, and you're gonna protect me when I step into what I'm stepping into. This is what shifted steps look like. Follow his desires. But then Solomon, in his wise words, ended, ends his section here in a very interesting way. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline, or be weary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him whom he loves, as a father the son in whom he delights. And this is probably the part that we don't like the most. 
Because what I had to realize is that when I was going in the wrong direction trying to find the hotel, when I had to admit that I was wrong, I kind of had to hear about it. As Natasha last night. I did. I heard it from her, I heard it from the students. You were pregnant, you're right. I, I was leaving that part out because I didn't want to look too much like a jerk. But thank you, you were pregnant. I'm a horrible person. No, but I had to hear about it. From her and from the students. If you would have only listened. You know, I mean, we told you, Bob. We were telling you where to go. You should have shifted your walk. You should have just listened and just walked where I was telling you to go. But you know what? Now you're going to have to hear about it because, you know, you messed up that one. Okay, thank you. I'm glad to know that I messed up. I know I did. I should have listened. I got it. Leave me alone. And I huffed and I puffed and I pouted because I had to admit that I was wrong. What Solomon is sharing here at the very end of the section is sometimes we are going to have to hear that we're wrong. And sometimes we're going to have to hear about it a lot. It isn't to guilt us, it isn't to make us feel horrible about ourselves, but just to remind us of the fact that these are the steps you took, these are the steps you took on your own, these are the things you thought you could do on your own, and you didn't involve me. And now that you have me, look what's going on. Look what is going on. You have given everything to me. You've trusted your life with me. You've trusted your, your direction with me. You've trusted your desires with me. You are not pursuing your own passions. You are actually pursuing my passion. You're trying to understand my heart. You are living for that. You denied yourself to take up your cross, but follow me. That's what Jesus actually spoke about in Matthew 16, 24 through 25. You give up your life so that you can find your life, so you can save your life to be with him. And that's going to take sacrifice. And when you make your mistakes, we have to be willing to hear God say, you didn't listen to me. And if you would have, you would not have been dealing with this mess. If you would have had me in the beginning, you would have been very well off. Sometimes for us, it's hard to hear their food. Because the reality of it is, God may be speaking to us about that, but I also think that sometimes God uses other people to tell us that we're wrong. And we don't like that. But you can see in Scripture many times over, there are other people that God used to come and say, look, you are not moving in a good way. When David slept with Bathsheba, he had a prophet come and say, look, you you just slept with another man's wife and you got her pregnant. And you're the king? You're the one that God chose? You better fix this. And David didn't want to hear anything about it. And if you read the story, the child that Bathsheba has dies. Talk about a reminder, right? Talk about a reminder of a message. It isn't to guilt him, it isn't to shame him, but it's just to say, look, when you try to do this on your own, bad things happen. Remember why you need me. Remember who I am and remember who you are. You are the created, I am the creator. So if I am the creator, I have control of what I've created. 
Don't try to make me into something that I'm not. Don't try to make me be controlled by you. You cannot control me. You can try all you want. But that's you leaning on your own understanding. That's you not really seeking my direction. My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline. Or be weary of his reproof. Because a shifted step is willing to change direction when we're off course. A shifted step moves us in a different direction when we're off course. We're willing to hear God's reproof, reproof moving us somewhere different. We have to have shifted steps. In our journey with God, in order for our life to be complete, in order for our life to be in a better direction, for us to step in the right way, we have to have steps that are focused on God's steps. Seeking His direction, seeking His desires, and being willing to listen to Him tell us that we're wrong, and make the changes necessary in order to get back in alignment and to get back in the direction that He's called us to be. All of us have to do this. I'm not saying this to you going, I haven't figured out. I'm always walking in line with God. I can't do that. I wish I could. I wish I could say I'm perfect. But then that would mean I have to go to the cross and die. I'm not, I'm not about that. What I have to tell you though is that I'm willing to take the steps. I'm willing to try. And I'm going to strive to seek God's desires. And I strive to seek his direction. And I'm going to strive to be in step with him so I do not get off course in my life. All of us have to make that decision. Where are you going to go? Who are you stepping with? Are you stepping with him? Or are you stepping on your own? It's a choice. You have to make it. I'll tell you which way is best. Because I've been in a dark alley. I don't want to go there yet. Let's pray. Father, we seek you. Lord, we honor you in this moment. We praise you in this place. God, thank you for your grace. When we've taken steps on our own and we've ended up in dark spaces, God, thank you for the grace and the mercy that you've shown us to bring us back on course. Thank you for your son, Jesus, being the one to point us to hope, to point us to the kingdom. Thank you for the spirit that speaks to us and tells us when it's time to shift our direction, to shift our steps. Lord, help us to be conscious of what we're doing. Help us to be aware of your voice. Help us to be aware of your spirit speaking. Help us to know when we're being selfish. Help us to know when we're not giving it over to you. Help us to know when we're not walking in alignment. God, some of us here have been moving along, just doing everything on our own, and the way we understand it, the way we try to do it, God, we try to make everything work for us. And we are full aware that we are not doing it correctly. 
but we don't know how to step away. Maybe in this moment, there's people here, God, who are listening online or here in person that realize that they have not allowed their steps to be in line with you. But in this moment, God, they're seeking you to guide them. They're seeking you to lead them. They're seeking you to move them. With eyes closed and heads bowed, you are in this place and you want to get back in step with God. And you are just trying to listen to him and hear him. And you want to hear him more clearly. If that's you in this place, just lift your hands up so I know I'm praying for you. That God is speaking. God, we know. We know who you are. We know that you need us. We know we need to trust you. Help us to give our lives over to you. Help us to move toward you our steps for your glory for your glory alone Amen Well thanks again for listening to New Kimmy Elkins Podcast Again I'm Bobby Benavides the lead pastor here and I'm glad you came to listen May it encourage you to grow in your relationship with Jesus May you move with him daily